0: This is the Audi diary of the twelfth day of the eleventh month of the year two thousand and twenty. I wanted to um, kind of do an overview of the recent purchases that I've made, just as I promised you, um, and share a little bit about where my minimalism journey is heading. So, as I've spoken about before. I've been living as a minimalist for the past, I think it's probably my 5th or 6th year and it's just kind of become a natural way of being for me now. But um but I it's it's a never-ending journey and I still have to buy stuff. So, since I originally planned to go to Mexico, I was planning to basically survive a short winter and really not buy or own anything that had to do with winter things because I thought I was going to relocate semi-permanently or at least for the foreseeable future to a place without winter and so I was just, you know, just kept gathering summer related things and as a result of that I didn't have enough winter clothing, I didn't have warm gear, I didn't have hobby gear for winter sports and all of those things which threw kind of a dent in my plans (laughs) Um, when I I decided not to go to Mexico and when I decided to put a pause on the business. That also meant that my lifestyle and my future plans changed significantly. Now, that means I'm going to be staying in Canada for longer and actually have to survive Canadian winters. And then I'm also going to be going to Korea. South Korea also has pretty vicious winters, though um, it is probably milder then i think it's milder than vancouver's winter or maybe it's about the same as vancouver's winters and of course much milder than the rest of canada when it comes to winters but still it gets to be pretty cold like it gets down to be um 10 degrees below zero and it is a pretty dry cold Uh, so yeah Uh, over there it's pretty dry cold over here in canada it tends to be wet cold in vancouver so both are pretty cold. Point is, I don't have winter gear, I don't have winter clothing. Um, I also obviously love to do outdoor activities in the snow, and for winter, I wasn't prepared for any of that. And so, as a result, now I'm going to be basically have to rethink, and I had to buy some things to survive the winter as well. So here's a few things that I ended up buying, and I... I'm quite excited to test out further. So when it comes to winter clothing and winter styles, the thing that I love the most are pants, obviously, because they're warmer. They tend to be warmer than skirts. Uh, but in particular, I really love leggings type of material, and because they stick close to the skin and it and it's quite attract leggings tend to be attractive in their slim fit. Uh, it. Does mean that there's not always a lot of room to put in, you know, layers of materials underneath. And I really love a tight, kind of slim fit turtleneck up top. It's kind of my signature look. I love the way, you know, my figure looks in it. I feel very comfortable in a turtleneck. And of course, it's great to not have to kind of worry about a scarf when I go outside because my throat and my neck and chest are all covered again in a very comfortable way. And so, uh, when it comes to winter clothing, I bought three turtleneck uh, tops from Uniqlo in three different colors uh, last winter. And I've been wearing them through spring and fall as well. And of course, they have been my lifesavers this winter. But that is pretty much the only warm top that I... Those are the only three warm things that I have for my upper body, which is not enough. That's not enough to last a week three days that's enough to last three days which is a problem (laughs) which is why I just and 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 up until the point that I decided to change my plans I thought I was just going to suffer through it I was just going to somehow survive the few weeks that I'm going to be in Canada with you know with these clothes somehow because I just didn't want to invest in getting Warmer clothing, but now that that is not going to be the case, I do want to invest and be comfortable, right? If not stylish, uh, while uh, the winter is passing by. So I have these three uh, merino wool mixes uh, turtlenecks. They're kind of ribbed and skin tight one in charcoal gray, one in a dark forest green color, and one in a navy blue color. I love them all, but I think I love the charcoal gray and the forest green more than the navy blue because those are my two favorite colors anyway. Um, and I really love also how neutral the colors are. They're not very cold, they're not very um, warm. They're just a very solid neutral color, which is one of the things that I love about um, Uniqlo. They were affordable. I think they were about uh, equivalent of like $30 per sweater um, and they have obviously lasted very well uh, for the year even though I wore them obviously multiple multiple times at this point but they've worn pretty well and I wear them on an everyday basis I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty confident that I have at least 30 wears out of each of these turtlenecks at this point which means a dollar per wear I think is pretty good I have relatively recently got this fleece lined I think you call it a waffle pattern these small grid like squares um, so it's a very very thin fleece on the inside it's from Mountain Equipment um, Co-op which is a local retailer of outdoor gear um, but I actually got it used so the thing that I really love thrift, thr- thrift store shopping for is When I am not really sure if I want something or need something, or I do know in general that I need a warm top, but I don't know what kind of style that I want, what kind of color I want, it's really great to kind of just pick up a few things from the thrift store that seems to fit me generally okay and I sort of like it, and experiment with things and discover um, that I really love or hate a certain style. It's a great way to experiment without, obviously, Um, putting all that pressure on the environment and just feeling bad about my carbon footprint, spending a lot of money and all the hassle. Thrift stores are really easy because chances are if you got them from the thrift store and you wore it a couple of times, you can just donate it back. It's not that big of a deal. And of course the worst thing that's happened with your money is that it goes towards operating whatever um, charity is behind the thrift store. So I have One of the success stories that I have from my recent thrift store finds is this really warm top which is from uh, MEC or Mountain Equipment Co-op's own kind of house brand. It is a little mock neck, you know, really thin uh, runner's top type of thing with a little bit of fleece inside. It's really warm and it's great for layering Uh, so I can just wear my summer hiking clothes uh which is literally one shirt. I wear only one shirt when hiking. <laughs> um and then on top of it I can wear this fleece and suddenly I have a much warmer ensemble that of course I can take off. And the thing that I really love about this little mock neck with a zipper is that, you know, I will have it up, have the zipper up and now it's just like a turtleneck. Again, I love the fact that I don't need to worry about my chest and throat and I don't really wear a separate headscarf. But if I do warm up while I'm out and about, um, especially while hiking, I can just, you know, kind of expose my, expose my um, chest and collarbone area and it does actually let out a significant amount of heat. And I've found that this is really the style that I like and I want to get actually at least one, if not two more of these. Unfortunately, I've looked up on Neck's website and I can't find any more of these. Uh, I'm pretty sure this must be an old, you know, discontinued line since I got it from the thrift store. Somebody wore it for a few years and it's no longer available from Mech. So I'm going to try and find another brand that would have a similar quality and design. I do think it's a pretty common standard design for uh, runner's top, so it shouldn't be that difficult to find. But I really like also the quality and design of this one that I have, but unfortunately I can't replicate it. And this is something I really love to do, is I love to have a single style that I like and have it in a few different shades which gives me kind of like the illusion of diversity and choice but also without me having to make any really having to make a big choice (laughs) because you know all of the options are not that different. And so, and and essentially I'll probably be pulling together the same look anyway, no matter what I choose. So I won't necessarily be choosing a different bottom because I chose a different color for the top. All my bottoms are pretty neutral colors too. So, Um, so I would really love the same top runner's top in two different colors because I actually really like sleeping in this top. So I, one of the reasons that I've learned to really love this kind of, you know, tight runner's top is that this doesn't look too athletic. It, I would feel actually quite comfortable wearing this out on casual occasions, not just um, while hiking or on outdoor pursuits. So I would really love to have a few more of these. They're very warm, very comfortable. In fact, they're warm enough and comfortable enough that I feel very comfortable wearing them to sleep. I would yeah, happily wear them to sleep. So which should give me so that means I have three existing turtlenecks. I have one runner's top, which I do wear as a kind of a casual clothing. And then I recently bought, I just bought today, three more turtlenecks, <laughs> um, in the Uniqlo's heat, heat Tech line. So it's supposed to be a base layer that you wear underneath clothing. So which is not really how I wear these. Um, so the Uniqlo's Heat Tech line. Turtlenecks is basically um, what I've worn for oh now a number of years <laughs> um, for you know my everyday wear and also as my hiking clothes. I hope that the material and the design has stayed the same because the the one that I have I think I bought in twenty seventeen or it's been ages so <laughs> I'm pretty sure this that, that this design that this design and material wouldn't have necessarily stayed the same but. I really love this one turtleneck that I have. It's very thin and very comfortable, yet I feel very sexy in it. It's pretty tight. It's not skin tight, but it is quite slim fitting, and it makes me look. um, And it was very cheap. I think it was twenty dollars or less. uh, And I've worn it to to shreds, and I've I've washed this so many times, and I've taken this to, for example, as my sole top for South Shore Cottons, and I was. Again, so comfortable that I feel completely fine and completely this to bed. So I think I have bought three more tops in the same design and fabric (laughs) as the one that I already have. The reason I'm not sure is because I bought them online, so we'll see how it comes. Worst comes to worst, I'll just return it. But I again bought it in the design that I think I love. I think being the big, <laughs> um, big question mark here in three different colors. Again, I bought it in I think uh, charcoal gray, dark green and I think I bought it in black, not navy blue because I feel pretty ambivalent about the navy blue which should give me six tops, six turtleneck tops which are my favorite styles anyway. And hopefully I can get at least um, one or more kinds of runner's uh, fleece lined, very thin runner's top that will kind of complete my, you know, everyday casual, work casual, smart casual clothes, and also my, you know, more casual to outdoorsy athletic wear and that should really complete it. And of course, I also have to have bottoms and the unfortunate thing is I relatively recently bought a Lululemon leggings. I don't care much about the brand one way or another. I have had actually one pair from them that lasted I think two and a half years and I wore it pretty much every single day. It was so comfortable. And as long as I don't expose the band part around the waist, it looked sophisticated enough that I actually wore it to work all the time and it just looked like you know a slim fitting pair of pants and it looked really, really great. And I had a pair that really just didn't look much like leggings at all, just looked like a tight fitting or kind of leggings pants type of material, it was quite, um, and yeah, it was the the thing that I wore every single day unless it was in the wash or it was too cold or too hot. So I actually got what I thought was going to be the same design, but unfortunately I got it in the wrong size. So it's actually one size too small by accident I took off the tag and so I can't return or exchange it and it's been very frustrating for me, but what can I do? I already had one pair of black leggings, again the the bottom pair of bottoms I wear every single day, but of course I have to wash it, which is why I wanted a second pair. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, I got in the wrong size. It's not so uncomfortable, but it's not as comfortable as I would be comfortable wearing it for 10 hours a day. I feel comfortable wearing it 2-3 to three hours a day and then afterwards it starts digging around my, um, my lower abdomen. Pretty sad. And then as the temperature has been going down um, in Vancouver, I have pulled out my um, old snow pants that I got from Mech. It's also fleece lined, it's water resistant on the outside, it looks quite athletic with just the material and design and the zippers. It's not really a smart, casual type of pants, but you know, for everyday errands and such, it looks, it's fine, it's great. It's a kind of like a yoga pants. And of course it's great for when I do want to get out in the wild and go hiking in the snow or in wet temperatures. So I have these pair. Now that literally leaves me two pairs of black leggings and one pants that are really not that's suitable for um you know kind of everyday wear so that's all the bottoms i have and it's getting to the to the level that it's too cold to just wear the regular leggings that i have out you know the temperatures fall to zero and below uh right now in vancouver and it's only going to get colder from here so i have also included in that unique order to a uh, very thin base layer um, heat tech leggings. I hope I can wear underneath my existing leggings the heat on that significantly or even wear beneath my snow pants. Um, That will get me through all of winter without too many issues and of course I have been actually waiting to get leggings like for a while to wear as uh, pajamas when I'm going out hiking and camping because I right now don't have any base layer uh, for pajamas that I wear out. I actually used to wear a very long dress, a pajama dress, which was so comfortable, so comfy, and it's great for the summer when you want a little bit of air and it's very modest because it's very long. Because it's a dress, there's so much fabric. And it actually takes up a lot of room and it's decently heavy for what it is, which is just like a pajama, um, for lounging around. And so I have bought two pairs of leggings to wear all throughout winter as my base layer and boost up my warmth and kind of the versatility of my existing clothing and also hopefully wear as hiking wear in the warmer, warmer seasons um, as part of my camping gear. And potentially, you know, depending on... Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> right. And potentially, depending on how, um, how warm it is, I may be able to pop my existing hiking pants for even these thinner leggings and just kind of wear those um, out. Now, all of that means that I still have a pretty limited combination of outfits I can actually wear. Um, during these cold cold winter months. I basically have one look which is a slim-fitting turtleneck and a slim-fitting pair of leggings with uh, long socks because long socks all the way if you've never um, worn leggings with long socks and a pair of boots and Then you obviously haven't been through in cold enough winters so <laughs> long socks all the way and it's my favorite look too so I, again, I'm just getting warm everywhere around. I actually did buy another shirt just for wearing as pajamas because uh, some of the shirts that I was wearing before as, one is getting very holy and I don't mean sacred, I do mean full of holes. (laughs) It's kind of coming to its last ends and it was already a thrift store find when I found it, so. I just got another pair, uh, another top which is serving me very well as my sleepwear, And both of them are pretty old and not really my style but they're very comfortable. So um, when I leave Canada, those are actually going straight back. And uh, on that note, I have actually also bought one little kind of ultra light down vest. Uh, There's versions from Muji, there's versions from Uniqlo, there's versions from seemingly every store around. It's just very simple, very thin, um, durable, and it's great because it's a vest. So it fits very comfortably into the two jackets that I have that are much more smarter casual. I have one wool coat, which is my only thick winter coat, and I have one thinner trench coat, which recently served me really well in this sh- shoulder season. Coupled with this um, ultra light down vest, and of course, you know, as I explained, base layers underneath. I've actually been able to comfortably wear this trench coat out even in pictures, probably down to maybe five degrees. I've been quite comfortable wearing them. wearing this uh, coat with my vest and the vest really does wonders and it doesn't look like much at all because you have a coat or jacket on top of it and you probably see just a little bit of the label or like just the belly parts sticking out where you have buttoned up. But the one that i have is black and it doesn't really look like much it doesn't look like a big parka depending on how cold i get i may invest in full um long sleeve parka which then gives me layers or kind of options right i can start with just wearing a heavier top um i can wear a heavier top with a vest i can wear heavier i can wear a heavier top with a full kind of long sleeve parka and then you know it just gives me variety for both hiking and for everyday wear. comfortable and quite happy with this purse. And so that pretty much looks like I've kind of completed my winter wardrobe, or I'm on my road to completing my winter wardrobe, as long as my new purchases arrive soon. And of course, I find, this, um, find extras of this runner's top that I mentioned with the fleece lining inside. Uh, I also really needed a pair of boots. So my existing Chelsea boots, which were black and they were worn to death I bought them in, I believe, July 2019 uh, Because these are really spring, fall, all-season boots I've worn them all the days <laughs> but since uh, July 2019 except the heat of Canadian summer So even in the UK, I wore them all the time during summer as well So again, I've gotten so much use and so many wears out of these shoes and I've worn down the heel. Um, I tried to take it to the cobbler's. The cobbler said, you know, it's gonna cost 70 to 80 dollars to try and replace it. The entire shoe was probably (laughs) 120 bucks or something like like that in equivalent um, Canadian dollars. So I really didn't know if it was worth it. And the leather itself was never that high quality. I had unfortunately bought it on pretty short notice because I had not packed anything um, that was appropriate for business formal, really closed-toed formal wear when I, when I needed to attend an event for work. And that's why I bought closed-toed, you know, very simple, you know, as long as I tuck it, the boots in, um, it looks quite, you know, appropriate for formal wear and it already only had sandals at that point. So I bought it on really short notice. And so the boots were really good, but they were not up to Probably the quality standards I would normally invest in now I still bought them and I still wore the hell out of them obviously uh, but you know lar- a few different parts of the boots were falling apart and I was ready to part with it and it was getting pretty uncomfortable because the heel had worn down so much that the angle that I was standing at wasn't now that we're preparing for real winter I wanted to get shoes with the proper tread I wanted to get shoes that we're gonna be able to walk through a lot of snow Um, uh, and and ice and take a lot of abuse basically and be really warm and also shoes that I could wear with thick socks inside and so I went on a hunt I went to all the stores and all the brands that I could remember um, would have pretty comfortable uh, footwear and high quality footwear and I ended up going with uh, Roots I tried Blundstones, they were just not right unfortunately I had really high hopes for them but they were not right I ended up coming with Roots, which was a Canadian fashion brand. And I tried it out. I walked around in their store for probably 13, 20 minutes. I wouldn't be surprised if the um, shopkeepers were annoyed by me, but I walked around a lot. It's a pretty heavy pair of boots, it's got uh, faux fur lined on the inside, so it's very warm, almost. If you uh, wear it in warmer weathers, which is maybe a drawback, but you know, it, it's really good at what the purpose is for, which is for winters. It's great. And it actually, the best part of the boot, not only is it, you know, sturdy, it's comfortable, uh, it's water resistant. Unfortunately, it is real leather. I under, My understanding it, or, uh, of roots uh, policies on leather is that they take it from basically um, uh, cattle that, were, that are going to be slaughtered anyway. So these cattle are not freshly slaughtered for just their leather, but they're actually taking it from um, cattle, you know, that were going to be used for beef. My understanding, if I'm wrong, I will be devastated. So, (laughs) Um, that was when I last read about Roots, which is admittedly ages ago. But the last time I read about them, I felt comfortable buying their leather goods because they had that policy. And of course, real leather goods the benefit of them is that they can last a really 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 long time i bought these leather boots they're black they're very simple unfortunately they're not as smart as the chelsea boots or some of these um, more smart casual boots look like because they do look a bit clunky one of the reasons they look so clunky is obviously because of the faux fur lining the shoes look much bigger than my feet so angle of it because it's such a thick, thick lining all around my feet. My feet now look pretty big inside these shoes, so that's one reason. The other reason is that it actually used military grade, really thick, th- almost like tire tread soles, which is why I'm so excited. First of all, if I, if it has such high you know high quality and thick soles, that means I can wear it for a long, long time. Secondly, these treads look like I can walk through all the ice and all the mud. Not all the snow in the world, and now I still won't slip and slide, which is, which is great, which is exactly what I'm looking for. So even though the style is not it's a bit too clunky for my taste, I really like slick and slim-fitting things, um, I decided to go for them and I don't regret it. They're very comfortable um, and very, very warm, especially coupled with my long socks, long wool socks that I have. Pretty much ready, nearly ready for winter. There's a couple of things I still need to get. Um, One is real winter gloves especially for outdoor uh, pursuits. Uh, I have a thin uh, fingerless gloves that I got from my dad which I think are originally cycling gloves but I've been using them for climbing and you know, especially when you have to grab onto rocks and ropes and things like that that can really hurt the palm of your hand. Of course, when you're gripping onto something and you, you hurt the skin of your hand, especially the palm, it's easy to kind of let go in surprise when you feel that pain, which can be dangerous. I often put on these fingerless gloves for hiking when I need to scramble a lot for the summer. Now, of course, those are not going to do for the winter. So I do feel that I definitely need a pair of gloves. I don't know if I want to go all the way to ski gloves and these kinds of really bulky gloves or something lighter. I am considering getting snowshoes, but because I'm probably going to go to Korea before I get enough uses out of them, I probably won't get snowshoes. Instead, I have gotten micro spikes. So that's the other thing that's just arrived today. Uh, If you've never seen microspikes, perhaps you live in a terrain or, you know, a a climate where you would never need them or you're not a hiker and so you don't really know what kind of gear hikers need to use. It's it's kind of like crampons or if you've seen pictures or uh, images of mountaineers and they have these spikes underneath their feet, those are full-on crampons. Microspikes are probably the more toned-down versions of them. There's just kind of rubber thick rubber uh, band you can put around your shoe and they're attached these spikes well micro spikes underneath and so when you step on ice or snow it bites into it instead of slipping on it with your you know with your shoes your shoe soles and so it allows you to kind of comfortably walk on ice and it, it prevents you from slipping and sliding when you need to do a lot of snow and ice hiking I bought these not just for the reason that I felt comfortable buying these microspikes, even though I'm not going to stay for very long in a place with a lot of snow on the mountains is because these microspikes are actually useful all year especially if you go to higher altitudes. Places in Canada and actually some mountains in Korea have snow up top all year round and I have hiked on snow multiple times because of that especially in you know May and June a lot of snow in Canada and I know in on some mountains in Korea as well so hopefully these microspikes will allow me to basically expand my hiking season and I am looking to do I'm really looking forward to doing a bit of winter hiking I'm trying to plan a few different routes especially day hike routes that I can kind of ease into them so that I feel a bit more comfortable with my gross bikes. I need to feel comfortable and figure out um, how many miles or how many kilometers I can walk in the cold. I obviously need to get used to the winter sun. Um, I know that calories are spent so much more quickly in the cold. I have a lot more gear I need to be worried about. I need to just again feel comfortable and learn how to be and survive and how to dial my gear, how to act, how to calculate my route and my own stamina um, in the cold. So, this is this. I'm really looking forward to all of this winter gear and especially the micro spikes opening up a whole new world for me. Uh, so, I'll definitely go on at least one hike this week. Uh, probably a really easy one, potentially one that won't even need micro spikes. Uh, I just want to make sure that I feel comfortable with the cold and what that does. I definitely want to make sure that I do at least. One snowshoeing trip. I know, of course, I have to make sure uh, to keep social distancing, and potentially, if the restrictions continue, I'll be forced to stay in the general greater Vancouver area because they don't want people carrying COVID out of their um, more uh, intensely uh, effect- infected areas to other regions, which is very fair. So, if you know these restrictions continue, I'll just snowshoe and hike by myself probably um or maybe one or two more people in my bubble um in on uh, mountains and trails that are in the greater vancouver area and all within the same kind of health (laughs) care the restrictions ease up and the covid situation gets a little bit better i will try to go to vancouver island where there is mount washington ski resort really looking forward to that because it's a whole new mountain I've never been to. And apparently there's some great snowshoeing trails up there. That would be really, really great. And I think actually a lot of, some of these snowshoeing trails you can just do with microspikes, but I think it's just more safe with snowshoes. People don't always have microspikes. Yeah, uh, that's some of the things that I bought to make my winter a little bit more comfortable. Oh, aha, actually, I have two more things I need to talk about one i invested in a small purse now you might think what does a purse have to do with winter <laughs> during the summer i just didn't need to carry as many things in the winter i need to carry a lot of things masks scarves uh i i just carry gloves um sc- what else do that scarves don't i i just find that there's a lot more things i need to carry during the winter i think it's just all the layers that i wear and so i need a bit more space Right now, I've been actually living off of two canvas tote bags. Yes, you heard that right. I have no other bags or purses other than, you know, my hiking backpacks. I just have two canvas tote bags and no other bags. So I didn't even have a real purse this entire time. Um, Which has been so comfortable, so affordable, and I actually really like the look of canvas tote bags with my style, and I've been really happy with them. Now, the problem is, uh, there's no organization on a, in a canvas tote bag, it's just... <laughs> and so when you get, you know, uh, earbuds, wallets, gloves, masks, scarves, um, it's pretty dry here, so I put on a lot of um, hand cream because you sanitize your hands so much. I also have lip balm, all these kinds of things that you carry cause just to be comfortable around the city, um, especially in cold climate. You, I, it, it, They were getting crazy uh, mixed up in my bag. So if I ever need to go buy something or get groceries with the tote bag with all these items inside, it becomes chaos. I actually went to Muji and I bought these very affordable and when I say affordable, I mean it. I think they were $16. Um, very small, um, I think these are also canvas actually, but very durable canvas. Right now I have a navy blue, small square, um, and they come with this, uh, everything looks and feels very sturdy, as do many Muji products, and this is supposed to be completely water repellent. And so the design is very plain as again with all Muji products. What they allow you to do is they there's this option of embroidery, custom embroidery on all of their fabric goods. I don't know if this is offered in every store. It is offered in the store. It's very close to me in downtown Vancouver. So I actually got a little silver rose on either side of my um, navy blue tote bag and I love how it looks. The reason I got it on either side is because, you know, if no matter what side I end up kind of grabbing and putting it on, the, the embroidery, it's visible. And I really like the fact that it's unique. It's just mine and mine only. And so what often happens is I have all of my gloves, my wallet, my glasses, my lip balm, mask, whatever, um, just kind of the small things that I tend to get really mixed up in, in a large bag, have them all in here, what people call the everyday carry. Thankfully, it goes really well with all of my styles so far, all of the outfits that I have because it's so plain. It's great. It goes goes with everything I have. Fold my canvas tote inside so that if, if somebody ever tries to give me a plastic bag, I say, no, 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 I got my own bag. Um, and I often just grab a couple of things from the grocery store instead of doing a whole major run So I got bag and just stuff from the grocery store on the way from somewhere and So that's my one other thing to last the winter is my new little everyday carry purse So I actually have a real bag guys. The other is a little space heater. It's a room It, it basically it's like a fan that spits out really warm air And I have this turned on um, pretty much all the night It's very small And again, I'm pretty sure I'm going to donate this uh, or give this away to somebody when I leave Canada because I know that in Korea Everything's centrally heated, so I don't really need a room heater like this, uh, but it's great. It also provides a bit of white noise throughout the night, and I like the sound that it makes. It heats up the space pretty quickly. It also has a really great kind of a, if you tilt it a little bit, if you move it, it just automatically turns itself off instead of potentially causing, for example, a fire. Those are my winter shopping um, as you can, you know, see a lot of them were really based on as I needed them, and I actually did both suffer, really suffer. But I did, you know, I was inconvenienced for at least a week or two without having this, or I decided to buy something, um, or I very clearly recognized opportunities. I for things like, for example, winter hiking that I wanted to do, the lack of these tools was preventing me from doing it safely and that's kind of the thought process i go through every time i i know that i did spend decent amount of money past few weeks thing, but i still feel again quite comfortable and quite confident in the purchases i did make well of course i also just told you about a pair of leggings that i bought in a size too small um, i also told you about a shirt that i know i'm gonna you know thrift store pretty much immediately But again, because I bought them from the thrift store, it's not that big of a deal if I do send it back. Um, And it was maximum $10, more like six. So if I wear them for sleepwear for an entire month, again, you're getting pretty good use out of your clothes. So that's a bit about my um, recent shopping spree. Hope you enjoy it.